The song is from my heart. You are amazing. You are a good, good God. This life is yours. This song is from my heart. You are amazing. You are a good, good God. This life is
when he is good, he is good. But when he is so good, he is a good, good God. Aswanga bomwana, papa.
Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Asian of Days. Thank you, Alpha and Omega. I am that I am. You are Lord, you are God, you are everything. We appreciate you today. We love you, Jesus, for your love, for your care, for your protection, and your guidance upon our life. Father, all what we are saying today is that God will never deserve this, but He will give it unto us free of charge. It is not because it is not because we are the most righteous people on this earth. It is not because we have all we have attained all. It is not because we are the most experienced people. Not because we can pray more than all other people. But it's because your mercy is because your grace has endured forever. And we are a partaker of your grace and your mercies today. Spirit of God, we welcome you. We thank you. We adore your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the adoration. We give you all the exaltation. And we are saying that God, we thank you. We love you and we appreciate you, Lord Jesus.
Father, I can't pay you. We can't pay you. If we want to quantify what you have done for us, if we want to quantify the breath that you have given to us, we can pay you. We can't even know the amount, neither to talk of paying you back. So we just our lips. They are saying that God, we thank you. Once again, we appreciate you for this beautiful week, this awesome week that you have given unto us. We thank you for this wonderful week that you have begun with us, starting from yesterday, Sunday, and today is Monday. Already, those of us on this side, we've had a wonderful day and we've entered into the evening and we are giving you all the appreciation, God, for what you are doing for us and our family. Your love is so awesome. So, so awesome, so great, so marvelous, so wonderful. So we can pay you with any amount, can pay you with any amount, we can pay you with anything. But all what we are doing today is that God, we appreciate you. We want you to know that what you are done for us, what you are doing for us, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it, Lord. We adore you. We magnify your name. We give you all the praise and we give you all the adoration, Lord.
month of open heaven, our month of open heaven, and when you read the book of Proverbs 29, Proverbs 29, verse 18, the Bible said, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. is critical to our destiny in this end time vision is very very critical to our destiny because you and I we need to see the invisible we need to see the invisible through vision to achieve the visible we need to see what is ahead to see what is ahead in order to achieve the visible so in the beginning i said something that before something will come to a physical manifestation spiritually something has happened Spiritually, the thing existed. The thing has existed before the physical manifestation. So the problem said, where there is no vision to see into the spirit, to see ahead, to be able to decode what God has destined and prepared. The Bible said the people perish because the people lack a spiritual wisdom and a spiritual understanding to see what is ahead. So in life, as a child of God, you need to see ahead. You need to decode and understand the things of God. That is why you need a prophet or you need a man of God. That is why you need to associate yourself with a man of God, a true man of God. So the proverb say, where there is no vision, Where the people have no vision, the people perish. So any man without a vision, the person perishes. But in this month of open heaven, may God give you a vision. May God give you a vision so 
that you and I, we will not perish. God bless you. Chapter 7, verse 13, First Chronicles 7, 13, the Bible says something. He said, if I shut up heaven, if I shut up heaven, that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among the people. Interested? In the first aspect, is it if I shut up heaven that there is no rain? If I shut up heaven that there is no what rain? That is how you did. of God, when your heaven is closed, when your heaven is closed, you can't see beyond the moment. And the environment. There is no way you can see beyond the moment. You cannot see beyond the situation. You cannot see beyond what is around you when your heavens are shut up. So the first chronicle God Himself said, If I shut up heaven, that there is no rain. So if the heaven Close life become bitter, life become difficult for the child of God. When your habit is closed, you lack the ability to see vision. Because I said in the first scripture that I read from the book of Proverbs 29. That where there is no vision, the people perish. And what I want you to understand that when your heaven is closed, you lack vision. When your heaven is closed, you lack the ability to see beyond. You lack the ability to have a vision. When your heaven is closed.
cloaks. When the heavens are cloaks, you can't see what beyond the environment. The environment where you stay, where you live, you lack the ability to see beyond where you are. You are limited to the place. You are limited. But when the heavens are opened for you, you have the ability to see beyond the environment. You have the ability to see beyond the moment, the situation. So when your heaven is closed, you cannot see beyond the moment and the environment. This is just an introduction. And the second thing I want to say to pray a prayer for you before we start our segment today is that when your heaven is closed, you suffer from delayed miracles and answered prayers. Month mm. of open heaven, Kayada, You suffer delayed miracles. I pray that this month your miracle will not delay. Kayata, the answer to your prayers cannot delay. Kayata, for the Lord is about to open the heavens for somebody. Any close heaven that's delaying your miracle, that's delaying the glory, delaying the honor, delaying the promotion, delaying your marital life. I declare that may that. Oh my God, heaven be open unto you now in the name of Jesus. And may your prayers, the result of your prayers, come very quick. Come so quick in the name of Jesus. for you. You suffer from delayed miracles. Your miracles are delayed. And the answers to your prayers are delayed. So that is why we declare this month our month of open heavens so that every delayed miracles Delay answers to prayers will be stopped, will be broken, and we will begin to assess miracles, signs, and wonders. 
so that we begin to assess a quick answer to our prayers. So I pray for somebody that may you, may you in the name of Jesus, begin to assess a quick response to your prayers by the heavens in the name of Jesus. May the heavens be quick to bring result, to bring an answer to your prayers. As the heavens are open unto somebody in the name of Jesus. When the heavens are closed, you lack the ability to see beyond the moment and the environment. But from today, as the heavens are opened, you are going to see beyond the environment. You are going to see beyond the moment what you are going through. The situation you find yourself as the heavens are opened. You are seeing beyond. Seeing beyond. As the Lord sees beyond us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ikata. Yantabalada. Today to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. This is the hour of prayer. This is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. Yeah. The hour of Gethsemane, we say we are unbreakable, we are untouchable, we are unstoppable, and we are undeniable. Yeah. I pray that this very week the Lord will open every closed doors for your life. That this week you will see the glory of God, you will see the honor of God, you will see the might of God in your life. Pray that this week the heavens will be opened and you will begin to assess your heavenly ordained blessings and favor. The mighty name of Jesus. This this new week bring a newness of favor unto somebody. That new week bring. Divine miracle unto somebody in the name of Jesus. This new week, you are going to experience a quick answer to your prayers and your supplications in the name of Jesus. This very week, I pray that any prophetic word of God concerning your life is coming to a fruition in Jesus' name. This week, I declare that no weapon form against you will prosper. 
those demonic arrow from 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 the kingdom of the enemy form against you will stand. Devil throw javelin and spear against you, but that go back to the sender in the name of Jesus. This week you will swim in the glory, you will swim in the honor and in the might of God in the name of Jesus. This week I pray that wherever that your feet will step, the Lord will deliver unto you in the name of Jesus. Say that this week, whatever that your hand finds will tend to be a blessing and unto your promotion, Ikata. Lord, enlarge your coats and expand your territory in the mighty name of Jesus. You walk and you will not stamp and fall. You mount on wings like that of the eagle and you will never get weary you will never get tired by the power and by the might of god let that may the heavens release power and authority upon your life and upon your family upon your children upon the work of your hands in all dimensions and in all spheres in the name of jesus
of God, once again, I welcome you, Pastor Andre Jackson. How are you doing, woman of God? You are welcome. God bless you, Sister Ruth Ban. You are welcome. God bless you, Queer Davis. How are you doing? I welcome you. God bless you, and Dickness Gloria, Dickness Gloria Chapman. How are you doing? You are welcome. God bless you all for joining us today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane.
welcome everybody. I welcome everybody. I welcome everybody. God bless you. Let's start something. Let's start something for today. Let's start something. By the grace of God, I'm fine. I'm doing well. Uh, God bless you. Akia Davis, God bless you. I'm also fine. My family do doing well. God bless you. Dickness, Gloria, I'm doing well. My family doing well. God bless you. I'm so grateful. I appreciate everybody who is on today. Um, I'm so grateful. I'm so honored for you and I to be guided once again this very new week on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. Let's uh, do this. Let's do this. We started something from the beginning of this month and we got to a point where we were looking at the benefits of open heaven. The benefit of open heaven. And we've looked at number one. We said when the heavens are open, you experience a divine visitation. Every child of God if your heaven is open, or if the heaven is open unto you, you experience a divine visitation. And when the heavens are open, irrespective of your location, your location does not matter. Where you come from does not matter. Wherever you are, when your heaven is opened, you are going to receive that encounter. You are going to receive that blessing from the Lord. We continue to say that when your heaven is opened, the forgotten is remembered. Even if you have been forgotten, God is going to remember you. Example, we saw a lot of example in the Bible. The people of Israel, we saw, we saw uh, David. David was forgotten. We saw Jephthah who was thrown from his own household and how God remembered them and brought them to a place of prominence and brought them to a place of, of, of greatness. How God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah and his family when they were in the ark in Genesis chapter 8, the verse number 1. I'm continuing for us to look at point number three. Point number three. When your heaven is open as a child of God, when your heaven is open, you will have the ability to hear from the Lord. When the heaven opens, you will have the ability to hear from God. The ability to hear from the Lord. that I want you and I to get today is that it is time for Christians or children of God 
to have time for God. To spend time with God. To have a communion with God. And you see, whenever there is a communication, whenever there is a communication, there is an expectation. And the expectation is not only a need, but sometimes it is a response. It is what a response. Some people go into situations and they feel like they want to talk to somebody. They want to talk with somebody. The person might not be able to meet the need of that person by looking at the situation he or she needs to talk to somebody. He wants to speak to somebody. And for instance, you find yourself in that situation and you call a friend, you call your wife, you call your husband, you call your child, you call your book, some friend, you want to share, you want to talk. And the person comes around or you go to the person and you talk and talk and talk and talk and the person doesn't respond. The person doesn't talk. Or the person did not mind you after voicing out and pouring out your heart desire, your emotion, your feeling. No response. How will you feel? No response. So communication is a two-sided way that makes a fruitful communication. And when we talk about prayer, we are talking about the communion between man and God. Talk about communion. It is a communication. So whenever there is a communication, it is a two-way. It is a two-way. A two-way. Of which, when you speak, you expect the other side to respond. But the problem I want us to address today is when we keep talking, when we keep complaining, when we keep sharing our emotions, when we keep sharing our feelings, our desire, our aspirations, when we keep sharing our objectives, our dreams with God. We keep talking and talking and talking. And when God also decides to talk, when God also decides to speak, we don't have that ability to hear from God. That is the issue I want us to address today. And that is one of the problems that Christians are going through today. We keep talking to God and God speaks, but we don't hear. So sometimes we think that God is wicked. God have prayed for years. Why are you not talking? God 
Why are you not saying anything? I pray that this week you will hear from God. Ah, somebody. I said this week the Lord will speak and you will hear God. It is not that God doesn't speak or God doesn't communicate. When we are communicating with Him, it is not because God is silent about your issue. God is not silent about your issue. God is never silent about your case. God is speaking, but it is man, it is we that lacks the ability to hear God or the ability to hear the voice of God. To some of us are hearing different voices. Some of us are hearing different voices. Let me give you this clue before I continue that there are three voices. There are three voices. Number one, the voice of God. Number two, the voice of Satan or the voice of the devil. And number three, your own voice. Your own voice. So whenever you are hearing a voice, it's either the voice, is the voice of God speaking to you, it is your own voice or the voice of Satan. So whenever we talk to God, God also speaks, but we lack the ability to hear the voice of God. The ability to decode, to know, the, and, 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 and differentiate, to see that this is the voice of God speaking and communicating to me. Some of us, God is talking to us every day, every single situation. God speaks. I remember recently I was talking to a daughter and she was like daddy when I was going something was talking to me something was communicating something so you see we have replaced the speaking of the Holy Spirit the speaking of God to something Something was talking to me. Something was speaking to me. So because we lack the ability to decode the thing, that voice, that thin voice, that is the problem. So our third point today on our study is that when the heaven opens, you will have the ability to hear from God. When the heavens are opened over your life, when the heavens are opened for you, you will have the ability to hear the voice of God. So, so the example I made earlier, for instance, you call me Pastor George, you have an issue. You have an issue and you call me Pastor George. This, this is my issue, Pastor George. Yesterday I had a dream, this and this and that. And after talking, I refuse to talk. I refuse to respond to you and drop the line. How will you feel? You say this man of God is not caring. This man of God doesn't care. This man of God is arrogant. This man of God is full of pride. I called him. I shared my issue with him. He didn't mind me. He dropped the line on me. How will you feel if you call me and talk and talk and talk and talk and I don't respond? 
That is what is going on today in a Christian society, in a Christendom, in a Christian world. We keep talking and talking and talking. And let me look at the other coined of the example I just made in relation to calling me. Sometimes when you go back and complain that you called me and talked and spoke and I didn't respond, maybe I responded. Maybe I was talking. But the phone that you used to call me, your earpiece, the phone, every phone had what we call an earpiece and then a, 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 a mouthpiece. So you the one talking through your mouthpiece and if my earpiece is okay, I'll be able to hear you. Or maybe you are using a headphone or earpiece or whatever. So after you talking, you couldn't hear or you didn't hear anything from me. Does not mean that I didn't talk. Maybe I spoke. Maybe I answered you. But the cell phone that you used to call me, your EAP is bad. So when or what I was responding, or when I responded, you couldn't hear anything. So you can also say you called me and complained, I didn't respond. Let me look at another side again. Situation where it is not a phone call, but it's a personal meeting. A personal meeting. You had a meeting with me. You have a meeting with a friend. You have a meeting with a pastor. You have a meeting with your spiritual father. For a counseling and you pour all your issue before the man of God. And the man of God responded. But your ears were blocked. You couldn't hear him. You saw his mouth, your, his lips moving up and down. But you couldn't hear anything. Does it mean that he didn't respond to you? No, the problem was from your side because your ears were blocked. Or maybe your ears are what? Are dead. Dead. So you couldn't hear. You see, all the example I am giving is what happened between the child of God and God and his creator. Whenever we meet in a prayer session that had to do with a communion between man and his object of creation of belief, that is God. We Christians, we believe in God, our Lord and Master Jesus, that we are communicating to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is a two way we communicate and God also communicate back to us. So when we lack the ability to hear from God, 
it becomes very difficult when it comes to the next step to take in life. You want to make a move. You want to take a step and you've gone to God to ask. No response. Where are you starting from? Where are you going? So this is where our point number three is very essential. That when the heavens are opened, you will have the ability to hear vividly from the Spirit of God. When a message is preached, you receive an understanding. When you go to God and pray and tally before God and God bring a, a response, you hear God. You hear the voice of God. Let's read something from the book of Mark. Like, let's take Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Okay, let me read this one first. Matthew 3, 16 and 17. Matthew 3, verse 16 and the verse 17. Matthew 3 verse 16 And Jesus when he was baptized went up straight away out of the water and lo and lo and lo the heavens were opened unto him somebody underline this and lo the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse, two, verse 17. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. From the scripture that I've just read from the book of Matthew, chapter 3, the Bible said this was just immediately Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. Immediately after the baptism. The Bible said the heaven were opened 
unto Jesus. And Jesus, when he was baptized, he went out straight away out of the water. When he got out of the water, the heavens were opened unto him. Our month of open heaven. The heavens were opened unto Jesus. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from the heaven, a voice, a voice came from the heaven. So the people around, I believe John the Baptist and his disciple, that were dead, they heard the voice. That was directly from what God they heard the voice so I said when the heavens are opened you have the ability to hear from God the heavens were opened and they heard a voice they heard a voice they heard a voice after they saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and enlighten upon Jesus. They also hear from what happened. The voice saying that this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. They heard what the voice. They were able to hear the voice because the heavens were opened. So for you to hear the voice of God, we are praying that God let the heavens be opened and let me hear your voice. And let me hear your voice. And let me hear your voice. Until we keep hearing the voice of God again and again and again, you backslide. Because you think that God is mute about your case. You think that God that is not concerned about your issue. Don't God and prayed and prayed and prayed and God is not saying you are not hearing anything from God. If you don't take care, you backslide. You stop being a Christian. You stop going to church. You stop attending prayer meetings. You stop studying the word of God. You stop hearing the word of God. So until you keep hearing the voice again and again and again, you backslide. Yes. If not, you'll be frustrated. You'll be confused. Is that really God? Is God really hearing me? Is God really seeing my situation? They heard the voice. To John the Baptist and his people, they saw that this man is not this man is not what an ordinary man he is an extraordinary man after they heard the voice that this is my beloved son in whom i am pleased this is my beloved in whom in him i am what pleased they heard the voice 
So this month you are going to hear the voice of God. God is going to give you the ability to hear. To hear the ability, the power and the might to hear God speaking. That decision that you've taken, that decision that you're about to take, you need to hear the voice of God concerning your decision. God is speaking. God has spoken. But we need the ability to hear. An ordinary ear cannot hear the voice of God. So until the heaven is open, you cannot hear the voice of God. If you want to use the ordinary ear to hear like I'm talking, sometimes when I'm speaking on the prayer line, I can say that, can you hear me? Because if I see that the network has a problem, I can ask, can you hear me? And people will be like, yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. As I'm talking right now, you are hearing my voice. If you can hear me, just type a big amen right now. Let's continue. My God. Welcome, my dear sister Bridget. How are you doing? Today is like you're not trying to disturb me, right? I see that you, you 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 kept joining. I believe you are doing well. God bless you, Bridget. Abina Kunedu, God bless you. So you see, because you are able to hear me when I said that type amen, you are because you heard me, you type an amen. You heard me. So what if you didn't hear me? You will not be able to type Amen. But whenever God is speaking to his people, we cannot use the physical ears to hear from God. We need a spiritual ears. We need the ears, the ears of faith to hear God and understand God. And understand what God is communicating to us. The ears of faith. The ears of faith. To hear what God speaking to us. We need the eye of faith. Our eyes to be opened. Our ears opened. Seeing clearly. And hear it clearly. And then the prayer. I am praying for somebody today. That may God. That may the ancient of days. May the Alpha and the Omega. Gives you the ability to hear God. As a man of God. I pray for myself. That God give me the ability to hear you. When you speak. So when the heaven opens, you receive the ability to hear from what? God. 
In Psalm 37, the Bible said, God orders the steps of the good man. God orders the step of the good man to prosper. So when heaven opens, you will have the ability to understand the word of God when you receive the word. This is a word I just spoke from Psalm 37 verse 23. So if you don't have the ear of the spirit to understand the message being communicated, it will become very difficult for you to be able to decode the meaning of the message that has been given. So that is why God, Jesus Christ, when he came, he was speaking, sometimes he was speaking in parables. He was speaking in parables because he wants men of understanding, men of spiritual insight to be able to decode the meaning of those what? Word. The meaning of what? Those wise saying. That's God. So our normal Yes, yes. Our physical ears will not be able to hear and bring an understanding until we allow the Spirit of God to take over our life and to give us real understanding and real meaning. If not, we will keep praying Keep going to church. Keep doing everything as a child of God. But it will be difficult for us to see and hear what God is saying, what God is communicating unto us. When the Bible says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It is an inspiration. And if our ears of understanding are not open to this word, we will take it lightly that your word is a lamp unto my feet. You will hear, but you will not understand. So I pray that may God give you an understanding. May God give you an understanding of his word. May God open your ears to hear God, to hear him, to hear his word. Let me read this scripture and move to the next point. If Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, 18, and 19. 
the that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19. And that is the exceeding greatness of his power to us. To us word. Who believes according to the working of his mighty power. Hallelujah. Praise God. This was Paul to the Ephesians. He said, I pray for you. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of what wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of God. I pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. So we need the spirit of wisdom. And the spirit of revelation in order to hear God. And finally he said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. The eyes of your understanding. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened. If not, we'll hear the message. We'll hear the word. But because our understanding is not enlightened, we take it lightly. And we expect the man of God, we expect the prophet to conjure a magic. But if the if 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 our eyes are enlightened. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. The moment the message is preached, the moment the word is preached, you grab the word and put the word into practice and begin to experience the miracle. You begin to claim it. You begin to receive the marriage. You receive the breakthrough. You receive the ministerial breakthrough. You receive the word of the, the, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, the discerning of the spirit through the word of God. You begin to grab them with faith. You begin to receive them. You begin to walk in your miracle. You begin to see yourself healed from that sickness. From that infirmity, you begin to see yourself out of the situation. So he said, I pray for you that God will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. And the third one, he said, that the eye of your understanding will be enlightened. 
the eye of your understanding what? may be what be enlightened so that you will understand the word of God. You will understand your miracle. You will understand your signs. You will understand the wonders that God is doing in your life. And begin to act on your faith. And begin to move with faith. And begin to exercise your faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Welcome, my brother, George Efri. George Efri, how are you doing? God bless you, my brother, George Efri. Welcome, sister, patient, Chum Berema. Sister, patient, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. God bless you, sister, patient, Chum Berema. Bless you all. Let's look at our next point. There's a point number four. Point number four. Point number four. When heaven opens, you will enjoy supernatural strength and speed. The fourth benefit or importance of open heaven is that when the heaven opens you will enjoy supernatural strength and speed you want to enjoy a supernatural speed in life speed in every facet of your life then we are praying for an open heaven over our life are you praying to enjoy supernatural strength? You see, it is it is one of it is one of it is one of the 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 prayers that I don't joke with at all. Praying for the power of God. You see, people people. Do a lot of things to get power. To get power. People sacrifice 
human, human blood for power. People kill for power. And there is a saying in Akanda if you go and see that they are advertising that you should come you should come and sell your mother for power or if they are advertising of if they are advertising power or they are selling power go home and pick your mother and sell your mother for the power and when you get the power without power you can go back and collect your mother Oh, is a who got to see a ton to me a cofo mame coton no cotos out to me now one second to me new year over some quaquede a quajo mame so what we talk about power don't do with power power influences power make decisions so if you Want to experience a supernatural strength and power and speed. Go nowhere than to pray for an open heaven. Let me read a scripture. Let me read a scripture from First Kings chapter 18. First Kings chapter 18, verse 45, and the verse number 46. And it's such a blessing to recount a great wonder of God. Three weeks ago, one we were on a 7 a.m. morning prayers, and just in between the prayers, I had a spirit of God said to me that there was someone that is beside a dead woman. And then the Spirit of God begins to say. 1 Kings 18.45 And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel Verse 46. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loin and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Elijah outran Ahab. Elijah, a man that was subject to a human flesh, was able to outrun a man with a horse or with a chariot. This is where Elijah the Tishbite prophesied that there would be no rain 
there will be no rain. That was when Jezebel and his and her husband Ahab had root out all the prophet of God, has taken God and the vessels from the temple, and have filled the temple with the gods of Baal and Asterod. So the Bible said, for yet when there was no rain, there were famine in the land. God told Elijah to go back. And Elijah went back and met with Ahab and told Ahab that since you have neglected God, and have made God for your own self with your own prophet. I am throwing a challenge to you. I am throwing a challenge to you and your wife, Jezebel. But before that, I want you to understand that this ring. Until I pray, until I call on God, there will be no rain in the land. There wouldn't be any rain. So the Bible said, Elijah the teach by Elijah the prophet of God, he turned his back. And turned to God. And went to God in prayer. For God to let Ahab. To know. That still there is a prophet. That still there is a man of God in the land. After they have slaughtered. All the prophet of God. Meanwhile there were other prophets that were hidden. In a cave. But Elijah was the only spoken prophet that was alive. The Bible said when he prayed and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens were black and the, and the clouds and the wind the wind started blowing after Elijah had prayed dimensional prayers and there was a great rain and the Bible said, Ahab took his rope and went back to Jezreel. Because Elijah told him to go to take the lead, he's coming. And before he would get home, there was there's gonna be a raid. So whilst the man was on the horse, the verse 46, the Bible said. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loins, his strength, his muscles, and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezebel. He ran and overtook Ahab that was on a horse. 
a supernatural speed. We call it an overtaking anointing, an overtaking speed, an overtaking power. So when you read Psalm 68, the Bible says that strength and power comes what? From God. Verse 35. It says strength and what? And power comes from God. So if you need, if you if you need or if you want strength and power, look no further. Look no further. Elijah, the spirit of God came upon him. And the man was running with foot or on foot. Can you imagine a man running and overtaking a horse? A man on a horse. Meanwhile, the rain was threatening the weather. The whole sky was black. Wind were blowing. So I believe the horse was running on a tall speed in order not to be beaten by the rain. But the Bible said the hogs and Ahab were overtaken by the prophet one, Elijah. So when heaven opened, you will enjoy a supernatural strength and what? A speed. The psalmist said that strength and power comes from God. Strength and power comes from God. Elijah, a man subject to life passion. God gave the spirit, his spirit upon him. And this man was able to overtake a child. I pray for an overtaking strength. I pray for you that may you receive an overtaking anointing, an overtaking power. Receive a supernatural strength, a speed in your life. Receive divine speed in every aspect of your life. Receive a supernatural speed in your ministry. Receive a divine speed. In your career, receive a divine speed, an overtaking speed. In your finances, I pray and declare a divine speed, a supernatural speed upon your life. A divine speed in your life. A divine speed in your family. A supernatural speed in every aspect of your life. May you overtake. I said, may you overtake those that are taking the lead and think that you are behind and think that you cannot come close to them. I pray that may the spirit of God come upon you. I pray that may the strength of God come upon you. And may you overtake. May you receive that divine speed. May you receive that overtaking anointing, that overtaking power to overtake in the name of Jesus. You are overtaken. By the power of God, I declare an overtaking anointing, an overtaking power, an overtaking glory. Receive that overtaking favor. Receive that overtaking favor. Receive that overtaking anointing. Receive that overtaking speed. Elijah overtook the chariot in Ahab. And before Ahab got to the gate of Jezreel, Elijah the Tishbite. The prophet of God was there. When heaven opens, you will receive a supernatural strength and speed. Speed. There will be speed in your finances. There will be speed in your career. 
They will speed in the work of your hands. They will speed in your ministry. They will speed in your Christian life. They will speed in your family. Because the heavens are opened over your life. Because the heaven are open unto you, my God. Ikata ramtoni biliata, ganti biliko shevelegede, hamte belegede, panti yato shevehe. Say to me, tell the person to increase the volume of the phone and place it right beside the dead woman. And as the testimony was eventually going to enter, and the person said that as soon as they heard that, meanwhile. Few hours before the time, their mom had just been confirmed clinically dead. Clinically dead. The doctors had confirmed and they were lamenting. And it didn't make sense that in the middle of that kind of pain, that their sister was listening to a prayer going on on the phone. But as soon as the word of knowledge came, she increased the, the, the volume and placed it right beside their mother and the prayers were going on and on and on and on and on and on and she said pastor by the time you were done praying she and she said we waited for my mom to come back to life and she didn't she didn't come back to life and it felt like her world was stumbling right and then she had questions on her mind. Was it true that God said? Could it be true that that wasn't God? Was it not my mom that God was talking about? And she felt God had really disappointed them. But people of God, five minutes later, five minutes later, five minutes later, Karuda Bashakadaya, Ali Barakaza, for the scripture says, How many of you will your children ask for bread? And you will give them a stone. How many of you will your children ask for fish? And you will give them a snake. The Bible says, and women receive their dead back to life. We are in a season of a revival of the strange acts of God. A revival of the strange acts of God. And she said, before I joined the morning prayers, my husband had been operated on because of brain cancer. And then she said, while coming on the prayer, her faith was totally built up. And then the husband was operated and the husband was unconscious. And the doctor came and told her, I said, woman, we really tried to avoid the corridors some sensitive corridors. He said, but we couldn't. And he said, I'm afraid to tell you, your husband will not recover for the next six months. That is, he will become conscious in the next six months. And he may never walk. He may never walk. He may never walk. Thank you, Jesus. Let me give you the last point for today. That is a point number five. Point number four, I said, when the heaven opens, you will enjoy supernatural strength and speed. I'm a fire. And the woman replied, the doctor, what God cannot do. 
when number five, when heaven opened, you will end. Okay, I've talked about that. When heaven opened, you will see the ability to obtain breakthrough because of favor of God or because of the favor of God. When heaven opens, you receive the ability to obtain breakthroughs because of the favor of God. I pray that may the heavens be opened and may you receive the ability to obtain a divine breakthrough, a supernatural breakthrough, because of the favor of God upon your head. Because of the favor of God upon your life. Receive divine ability to break through now. Ministerial breakthrough, receive it now. Marital breakthrough, receive it now. Healing breakthrough, receive it now. Financial breakthrough, receive it now. Career breakthrough, receive it now. In the name of Jesus Christ, when the heaven opened, you receive the ability to obtain divine breakthrough because of the favor of God upon your life. Because of that unmerited favor. Because of that glory of God upon your life. Because of that glory upon your life. Because of that favor. You are obtaining a divine breakthrough in every aspect of your life. When men are, where men are not able to go, where people are rejected, where people are refused, you are going to be accepted. You cannot be refused, you cannot be rejected because of that divine and supernatural ability of God and favor upon your life. Let me take a quick scripture. From the book of Esther chapter 2. Let me read from the verse number 5. Coming down. And there was in the the citadel of Susa. A Jew of the tribe of Benjamin. Named Mordecai. Son of Jair. The son of Shemaiah. The son of Kish. Who had been carried into exile. From Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar. King of Babylon. Among those taken captives. With Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, verse 7. Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This girl, who was also known as Esther, was lovely in form and features, and Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother died. Verse 8. When the king's order and edict had been proclaimed, many girls were brought to the citadel of Susa and put under the care of Haggai. Esther, also taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Haggai, who had charge of the harem. The girl pleasing, talking about Hagar, uh, Esther, 
The girl pinched him and won his favor. Immediately, he provided her with her beauty treatment and special food. He assigned to her seven maidens, maids selected from the king's palace and moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. Esther had not revealed her nationality and family background because Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. Verse 11. Every day he walked back and forth near the courtyard of the harem to find out how Esther was and what was happening to her. Because a girl's stand came to go into King Xerxes or Azirius, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatment prescribed for the women, 6 months with oil of May and 6 with perfumed and cosmetics. And this is how she would go to the king. In, would go to the king. Anything she wanted was given to her because was given to was given her to take with from the heron to the king's palace. In the evening she would go there and in the morning returned to another part of the heron to care for to to the care of Hashd, the king's Enoch, who was in charge of the concubine. She would not return to the king's own legs. He pleased with her and summoned her by name. When the turn came for Esther, the girl Mordecai had adopted the daughter of his uncle Abihai to go to the king. She asked for nothing other than what he got, the king's Enoch, who was in charge of the heaven suggested. And Esther won the favor of every one who saw her. Underline this one. And Esther, that's verse number 15. Verse number 15b. And Esther won the favor of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month, the month of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any of the other women, and she won his favor and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. My God, thank you, Jesus. Ha. Precious one, from the scripture that I just read from the book of Esther chapter 2.
I said, when the heavens opened, you receive the ability to obtain breakthrough because of the favor of God. Because of the favor of God. If the favor of God is upon your life, if the favor of our Lord is upon your life, you have the ability to receive divine breakthrough in every area of your life. In your Christian life, wherever you go, whatever you touch us, in your business, in your finances, in your career, whatever that you lay your hand on becomes a blessing because of that favor of God upon your life. So from the scripture we read, we saw a maiden with the name Hadassah, which is translated Esther. And the Bible said, this young maiden was an orphan, an orphan. The father was dead, the mother dead, and she was alone, a lonely maiden, young girl, with that period. In our days today, can you imagine what she will use her life for? She will say, I don't have a parent, I don't have a dad, I don't have a mom. So I have to struggle, have to hustle for my life. So you see them on the street, sleeping with all men, all the men on the street for money to take care of themselves. But this lady had dancer. As a Jew, respected herself, respected her body and dedicated herself to God. To the Bible said he was taken care of by her uncle Mordecai. By that time Mordecai had been taken captive with King Jehoiakim by Nebuchadnezzar. Esther was an alien. Esther was a foreigner, a foreigner in the land of Susa. But because of the favor of God upon her life. The Bible said, even when the maidens were picked, the one taking care of the maiden, the Enoch, the Bible said, Esther found favor before him. Esther found a favor before him. So he also had to appoint other maidens from the palace to attend to Esther. And every day, morning and evening, he was attending to Esther. For 12 months, they were preparing this maiden to become queen. For somebody to become a queen at that time, they have to go through training for, for 12 months. 12 good months. 6 months. For perfume, 
cosmetics, training how to dress, put on those things. Other six months for men and other things. So for 12 months, this man was going every morning, evening, checking up on Esther because of the favor upon his life. And mind you that at the end of the day, when all the maidens were presented before the king, it was Esther that obtained that favor. Verse 17. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any of the other women. And she won his favor. And Esther won the king's favor and approval more than any of the other virgins. All the maidens were virgins. Just like the ten virgins. All of them were virgins. But among the virgins, Esther was exceptional. Esther was extraordinary. Extraordinary. Because of what? The favor. I pray that may God release a divine favor upon your life. I say may God release divine favor upon your life. That everywhere that you go, everywhere you find yourself, the favor will bring you out, my God. There were numerous ladies, but because of the favor, the Bible says, and Esther won what the favor of the king and his approval. The favor and his approval. So when the heavens opened, you received the ability to obtain what? divine breakthrough somebody who was an alien somebody who was a foreigner received her divine breakthrough to become the king the, the, the queen to the king Esther became a queen a divine breakthrough mind you that it was through this it was through this divine favor that Esther and his uncle Mordecai were able to save all the Jews in the land of Susan. If not, Haman plotted to kill all the Jews. But because of the favor that sent Esther to the palace, that favor saved the life of the Jews in the land of Susan. I pray that may that favor save your life and save the life of your family. That favor save Esther, save Mordecai, and save all the Jews in the land of Susa. You see, sometimes when God blesses you, He blesses you for you to be a blessing. God blessed Esther and favored her and made Esther queen. So that Esther, through Esther, the people that were Jews in the land of Susa will be saved one day. And that was exactly what God did through Esther. So I pray that through you, may God save generations. Through you, may God save nations. Through you, may God save your family. Through you, may God save your marriage. Through you, may God save your business. Through you, may God save your entire lineage and generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because of what? The favor of God. The favor Somebody say the favor, the favor, the favor of God. 
So to receive a divine breakthrough, you need what the favor of God. And that was what was upon Hadassah Esther. So even the maidens that were from the land, the indigenous, because of the favor, Esther overtook all of them and became the queen in the land of Susha. May the queenship anointed fall upon your life. I said, may the queenship anointed and power fall upon your life. That anywhere you go, that favor will locate you. That favor will place you at the place of prominence. That favor will place you at the place of greatness. That favor will elevate you and catapult you into greatness. In the name of Jesus Christ. to understand that if you joke with the favor of God you will remain in one place for the rest of your life the favor of God whenever there is a mention of the favor of God don't joke with it where the favor of God can take you to at a certain point in life money cannot even send you there the favor of God. Don't joke with the favor. The favor took the orphan. The orphan. The orphan who had no father, no mother, an alien, a non-entity to become a queen in a higher province. May that favor May that favor 
May that favor fall on somebody now. May that favor fall in a woman right now. May that favor fall in a man on a man right now. In the name of Jesus. With that favor, you cannot be stopped. With that favor, you cannot be blocked. With that favor, you can never be denied. You can never be denied with that favor. With that favor, you are breaking through divine breakthrough, ministerial breakthrough, career breakthrough, your career, you are breaking through with great opportunities, with mighty opportunities in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord sending a divine favor. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive divine favor now in the name of Jesus. Receive an unmerited favor now in the name of Jesus. Receive an unmerited favor now in the name of Jesus. Receive divine favor, oh my God, in your marital life. Receive divine favor in your career. Receive divine favor in your ministry. Receive divine favor in the name of Jesus. In your finances, receive divine favor by the might of God. Receive favor, favor to excel, favor to excel, favor to win in the name of Jesus, favor to take over kingdoms and possess lands and blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Precious one, God bless you all for joining us today. The time for our first session is up. The time is up. But let me let, let me come back within 20 minutes. And, and pray and pray for you before we close. So let's come back. Let me pray with you within 20 minutes and then we'll close and come back tomorrow. God bless you. I'm so grateful having you. Mommy Eva, you're welcome. Mommy Eva, how are you doing? God bless you, one of God, for joining us today. God bless you all.